This week on Table Talk with BBYO Insider, we are honored to not just have one, but two extraordinary BBGs who have worked to be recognized for their exceptional contributions to repairing the world through the Dillard Team Takuna Alam Award. Shalom, and welcome back to Table Talk with BBYO Insider. I'm Lucy Warner from Mid-America Region, Kansas City Council, and I'm so excited to be here with Sophie Tiger from GGHRR. Today, we are with two of the recipients of the Diller Teen Takuna Lam Award, learning more about the work that they are doing. For all those that don't know, the Diller Teen Takuna Lam Award celebrates Jewish teens who have demonstrated an, a deep commitment to improving society and repairing the world through acts of social justice, community service, and philanthropy. Each year, the Helen Diller Family Foundation recognizes up to 15 extraordinary Jewish teenagers from across the United States with an award of $36,000 each to honor their initiatives to help change the world. Joining us today are Romy Greenwald and Lily Messing. Hi, guys. Hi. Thank you for Hello. having us. Hello. for having us. Romy hails from Santa Barbara, California, and was inspired by her own family's immigration experience and by a language divide she observed in her school to make a change that would unite and connect students from different backgrounds. She founded Mi Sendero, My Path in Spanish, which brings together Spanish-speaking students learning English and English-speaking students studying Spanish with intercultural events and student-to-student -student tutoring programs, building bridges and removing social barriers. And Lily Harris from Tucson, Arizona, and founded 100-plus teens who care. On the promise of donating $25 to a nonprofit alone might feel insignificant, but when combined with donations from over 100 like mind teens, substantial change is profitable. Lily first gathered a meeting of classmates in her city in Tucson, Arizona, to create a giving circle powered by students. When 100 plus students joined the first meeting, she knew she tapped into something powerful. 100 plus Teens Who Care was born and gained traction nationwide. Members donate $25 each quarterly meeting and present their causes of worthy support. I know when I speak for Sophie and I, we can't wait to hear both of their inspiring stories. They have dedicated their time, energy, and passion to making a real impact in the world. Yes, totally, Lucy. And I'm so excited to learn more. With great honor, I'm beyond excited to introduce to you Romy and Lily. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi. Hi, thank you so much for having us. And as somebody who listens to a lot of podcasts, this is really exciting <laughs> as my first one. Me too. So can each of you guys tell us about your journey and like how you became involved in your specific Takuna Lam project? Sure. So um, I started 100 Plus Teens Who Care essentially with the idea that you don't have to be an adult to make a difference. So we are a giving circle made up of high school students who meet four times a year and members donate $25 at each meeting. We then have three local charities presented at the meetings. And we vote on which charity the collective donation goes to. I started the first chapter where I live in Tucson. Uh, by our first meeting, we had over 100 members. Now we have over 220. We've donated $30,000 just where I live. And I realized, you know, this is scalable. This There should really be opportunities like this in teens um, in other cities as well. So I now coach teens on how to start uh, a giving circle in 24 cities across the globe. That's really incredible, Lily. Thank you. And then I guess I can say a little bit about myself. Um, I actually wanted to start by saying that I first found out about the award 
from a BBYO emailing list. So this is a really full circle moment. Um, and I'm so happy to share about it now to other kids in BBYO. Um, but a little bit about my organization. It's called Mi Sendero, which means my path in Spanish. And our goal is to integrate students who are recent immigrants to the U.S. Also, or also known as English learners into their high school, but as leaders. And we do this by providing the opportunity for them to be Spanish tutors to kids taking Spanish classes which really creates like a win-win situation for both English learners and those students taking Spanish classes. That seems amazing and honestly so helpful to all students of all different backgrounds. Um, so our first question for you today is, what motivated you to address the issue in your community? Yeah, so I started 100 plus teens during COVID. Um, so I felt like not only were all the crises in our community exacerbated during the pandemic, so, you know, from homelessness, domestic violence, drug overdose, um, but we were also online for school, so we couldn't see our friends in or out of school, and I felt like any sense of community and camaraderie was just lost, so I really wanted an opportunity for teens where we could come together um, and make a really meaningful difference in our community, but also have fun and, and meet people from all over the city, so after that meeting portion of our event. We have food and drinks and it's a really great time to meet like-minded teens from your area. So do you like host these meetings at your school or like at the J? Are they mostly Jewish yeah. teenagers? Kind of what's the so, that's a good question. So it's really different in every city. So my group we meet at a hotel, we have food and drinks and music. We have a DJ, but she graduated unfortunately, but it's incredible. It's fun, but but in other chapters they meet um, at a library or, you know, at the JCC. So it really depends on um, the venue that that fits the group best. So would you say like your original group has kind of stayed together? Or do you feel like, um, like have some of your friends started to like take lead on other chapters kind of near you? Like, yeah, this? so everything is totally local. So all the nonprofits we donate to are local. Um, so my group only donates to Tucson nonprofits and a group in Miami only donate to Miami nonprofits. So in that way, they're very separated. But at the same time, you know, we have the selected recipient come back at our next meeting and share the impact you're able to make. So oftentimes from that, members will go volunteer at that organization or, you know, be more hands on with them in different ways. Um, so, yeah, we are <laughs> very community focused in that sense. I love it. Thanks. Um, so now I'm going to, we're going to talk about like how receiving the Diller Teen Takuna Alam Award, how has that impacted your project and its personal development? Yeah. Um, I mean, first off, just having the opportunity to, we, you know, the Diller Teen Takuna Alam Awardees were a network of over 200 um, teenagers who, who received this award at some point in our lives. So having that network of people to learn from and be inspired by is something truly unmatched and uh, and I'm really grateful for but also you know separately the funds from the award are really going to help um, grow and maintain my organization something that is super important to me is our scholarship fund so for members that might not have the means to pay for a donation we have scholarships to make sure that anybody who wants to participate can so that is you know one area specifically where where Diller is certainly helping uh, my organization specifically. Okay, so our next question is um, for Romy, and how was receiving the Diller Takuna Alam Award impacted your project and your personal development? Um, well, first, it was really exciting to receive the award after so many years of 
learning about it and reading about all of the amazing people who got it and actually getting to meet those people, as Lily said, um, at the event we just went to. Um, but it's also just helped me get a lot of press for my project, which is really important for, for our expansion, which is something that we definitely were having challenges with before getting the award. So I think that's just something I wanted to put out there. Anyone who's interested in applying, first of all, it's an amazing award, but you also get a lot of other benefits like media outlets coming and doing articles about you and your organization and so many other things, meeting the other teens. So I think that was really one of the biggest helpful things. Um, what challenges did you guys encounter when working on your projects and how did you guys overcome them? Um, I could answer this one. So one of the biggest challenges for us was having students participate during lunch and after school because most of the immigrant students in our program had to work after school. So they couldn't put in time into the tutoring program or expanding the organization. So to address this, we actually embedded our curriculum into the school day. So now it's an official class at a few of our high schools and we're using this model to expand and to make sure that all students can participate no matter how busy they are after school or to make sure they don't have to sacrifice lunchtime to do so. And Lily, what about you? What challenges have you like encountered while working on your project and how yeah, um, overcoming them look like? So I think one challenge I had was, you know, while expanding the organization, I had to be mindful of the communities that we are going into and, and how the giving circle model fits. Um, so although $25 may be a reasonable amount for American teenagers to donate, when we move into a chapter like we have in Pakistan, you know, that's something that's not reasonable. So adapting that was, was a challenge, but it was also super fun. It was really cool to kind of play with that and you know they donate whatever they can whether that be one dollar five dollars and we supplement that with different uh, community service projects and then also for your organization is it always like for your chapter every time is it a set 25 dollars or like do you sometimes say like okay we're gonna do 10 today or like something like yeah. that or usually it's like a set number for each chapter to keep it consistent we do 25 dollars per quarter and across the board in all the chapters. That's great. Um, so with that, what kind of support have you received from your community and how is this important in collaboration to your work? I can answer this one. Um, the support we've had from adults and partner organizations has probably been the most important thing for our organization. So first of all, teachers who our both Spanish teachers and teachers in the bilingual education program have helped provide us with students who are interested in both being tutors and getting tutoring. And they're really the base of how we get people involved. And in addition to that, we've partnered with other local organizations and international organizations to recruit leaders for our organization who are bilingual English learners and can really reach both audiences, both kids who are trying to learn English and who are trying to learn Spanish. And they've been amazing at communicating with both. So I think the biggest thing for us and the biggest takeaway from that was to form partnerships and find people, even if you don't have the skill to do something, find people who can, and they'll really help you get your message out and, and get your goals achieved. Yes, I totally can second that. Um, local partnerships are super key when founding organizations like ours. Um, as I mentioned earlier, we have scholarships for members who might not be able to afford that. Um, but, you know, the... Their uh, membership, their membership fees and donations come from uh, local businesses and uh, philanthropists in our community. So without those partnerships, that wouldn't be possible. 
Um, so that, that is something I, I really appreciate. But also, you know, 100 plus teens is super heavily invested in our communities. Everything that we're trying to do is invest in our communities and um, and rebuild and, and uplift them. Uplift them. Sorry. Um, Lily, can you share a particularly like, touching or memorable moment from your Takuna alum project specifically? Sure. Um, one of our most recent donations was to an organization that is building a uh, tiny home complex for youth exiting the foster care system who, without this, would otherwise be homeless. So we donated $5,000 that was actually matched for $10,000 and were able to help uh, complete their funding for this project. So that was super touching and it was really uh, a special experience to have then that founder of the organization come back at our next meeting and share the impact with our members. That's so impressive, Lily. Thanks for that sharing. Is absolutely amazing. Romy, do you have anything? Um, yes, I can definitely share many memorable moments. But for me, the thing that has stayed constant throughout this whole project is the feedback we get from students involved. So many students have come to us and said, before doing this, I wasn't planning on going to college. And by participating in the program and being a tutor and a leader at school, I actually want to go to college now and I want to become a teacher, which is really amazing. So it not only gets people to want to go to college, but they also pursue a really good career that will eventually give back to the same community. Are you wanting to do like Spanish education or English education or just general teaching? I mean, I'm going to college in a couple of days and I'm really excited because I'm taking um, half of my classes are going to be about migration and borders and languages. So I'm definitely interested in studying this and continuing that and um, finding new ways to do it in college. That's incredible. How has your involvement in Takuna Alam influenced your aspirations and goals from the future? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm super grateful to have grown up with this value of Takuna Alam being instilled in me. And I really think that translates to my work. Um, I truly believe that by rebuilding our communities, that that is, you know, with the eventual goal of repairing the world. That is that is kind of my version of Takuna alum and that I carry that with me um, every day. And I really appreciate the Diller Awards really believing in that as well. And, and their support is helping make my organization more sustainable and, and help us you know, maintain and grow our membership. So um, I'm, I'm forever grateful for them. I also wanted to add something about that. Um, my experience with Takuna alum goes way back and I always thought of it as associated with being Jewish and all of the things I did when I was younger. So it's just kind of been a continuation of that. And I wanted to say that it's something that I'm really grateful to all of the Jewish organizations throughout my whole life that have really inspired me and, and supported me in this Tikkun Olam process. And that's something that I'll continue to look for and to be involved in after high school and throughout college. You know, whether it's BBYO or Hillel on campus or Diller Teen, any of these things, they've all been so amazing. And it would like my life would not be the same without them. So what inspired you to apply for the Diller Teen Takuna Alum Award specifically um, rather than like other foundations? Or just like in general, what inspired you to apply? Yeah, I mean, I kind of building on, on what I was just saying a couple minutes ago, it's, I just, you know, I really appreciate their belief that young people have the power to change the world, because that's exactly what I'm trying to prove to other teens. Um, something you'll, you'll hear me say at any of my meetings or any, you know, but something I say to all my chapter leaders as well is that you really don't have to be an adult to make a difference. And um, that is very aligned with 
what the uh, Dillertine Takunalam Awards believe. Uh, so that is that is one thing that really drew me towards them, and also just their you know their ongoing mission of investing in this next generation of leaders and um yeah I mean they're just <laughs> it's just been a really great experience to meet to meet Romy in person and meet all the other amazing awardees and alumni they're super inspiring people and Romy what about you that's also really sweet Lily yes definitely agree with what Lily said um and I was first of all I was inspired by just reading about past awardees and I've been doing that since middle school probably when I first found out about it and I think they were the original ones who gave me the confidence to even start an organization like this and to dream big because I saw people only a few years older than me accomplishing all of these things and like Lily said you really don't have to be an adult to make a difference so that's what motivated me to even start this project and also apply to the award. And on that note what advice would you give to others, individuals who want to make a positive impact in their community? I would say just go for it. I mean, like I was saying, you really, you truly don't need to be an adult to make a difference. Um, so if you have an idea or you have a way that you truly believe can, you know, impact the world, um, make this world a better place, then just go for it. And um, yeah, I don't know, Romy, what do you think about that? Yeah, 100%. Um, <laughs> even if you don't have confidence, I always tell people fake it till you make it. And my organization is really targeting people who wouldn't ever consider themselves leaders and are usually on the receiving end of help. And I really want to make them feel like they can be the ones who are the leaders and to be confident, to be respected by their peers and to be those tutors. So um, that's really our number one priority is to make people confident and to make them feel like they can be leaders because honestly, you can do a lot more than you think you can. Totally agree. That is so inspiring. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, how do you both envision your project evolving or expanding in the years to come? Yeah, so personally, my main goal right now is just to continue growing our membership and all the chapters and also, you know, keep um, expanding and, and creating chapters in other cities. That literally sums <laughs> everything up and, you know, and that's what you need to do to grow and I think that with that, um, how can the teens from across the order of BBYO support both of you? Um, great question. You can reach out to us. I have a website and an Instagram where we will definitely reply right away through email, DM, whatever's easiest for you. And you don't necessarily need to be a native Spanish speaker to get involved and to want to make a difference. Like I want to make sure people know this is open to everyone and everyone can be involved in different ways. And we're always looking for people in different parts of the U.S. who can bring this to their region because we're only in a few select regions right now. So if you go to a school with a big population of students who are native Spanish speakers or recent immigrants, you are the right person for this. Yeah, and if you are interested in starting a chapter or joining a chapter near you, please reach out to me. This is what I do. I have templates I've created and just the knowledge of what it takes to, to create a successful giving circle. So if you're interested in that, please reach out. You're amazing, Lily. And Romy, how do you envision um, your project evolving or expanding in the years to come? Um, something I'm working on right now is involving college students in the project a lot more to serve as mentors to people in different regions and also as a way to expand it. So if you're a student and you know somebody in college and want to get them involved and for them to be your mentor, we can definitely help you bring it to your region. And I'm also working with kind of higher level um, 
people in education and public policy to work on really implementing it from a top to down approach. So while it's amazing to expand like grassroots high school to high school, um, I'm working on getting it across states right now. That's normal. That sounds so amazing. And you guys are doing so much extraordinary work. All right. With that, thank you both so much for joining us today. It was such a pleasure speaking with you and learning about your projects. And on behalf of PBYO teens from all around the globe, thank you so much for joining us, advocating and inspiring and redefining Jewish life. Hey, Lucy, are you or someone or, you know, super passionate about the Tikkun Olam or repairing the world? Definitely. Then listen up. Applications and nominations for the 2024 Diller Teen Tikkun Olam Award are open. Awardees receive money to expand their projects and pursue their education. Be sure to complete your application by or the day before the deadline, January 5th, 2024. I'll be sure to check it out at Diller Teen Awards dot org slash apply and you should too i totally will be sure to subscribe so you can be the first one to know when new episodes go live see you next time on table talk with pbio insider